From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Well, it was certainly redemption for the New South Wales Blues over in Perth on Sunday. A 44 points to 12 win over the uh, Queensland side certainly justified many of the changes that were made by coach Brad Fittler. Joining me on the line now to discuss that and the weekend ahead, it is Barry Tui from the Newcastle Herald. Good morning and welcome. Hey, Trace, how are you going? I'm good, thank you. I understand you're in the middle of renovations in your kitchen. Yes, so I'm up in the bedroom here trying to, um, you know, keep the noise down, so to speak. What, what is, last time we spoke to you, I interrupted you mowing the lawn. Now you're doing the kitchen. Seriously, oh, Bash, you're retired. I'm retired, Trace. There's always something happening. <laughs> Let that me guess. That how, didn't, how big happen, is, that how didn't you... happen before when I was working, probably. <laughs> how big's the list your wife's given you? Oh, it's plenty. Yeah? You yeah. Get, you're getting through probably, it? Maybe halfway through it. Oh, that's not bad, Baz. But there's that's always something that you add along the way, though, see? So, of course there I mean, is. The, gra- the grass keeps growing and the weeds keep growing. And, <laughs> and the, the list never ends. No, it doesn't. It never, ever ends. Now, what did you think of the uh, of the Blues' performance on uh, on Sunday? Oh, I thought they were fantastic. Obviously, um, to win by that many, no one expected... I, we sort of expected them to bounce back and probably win, but uh, you didn't expect them to win by that many and... And at half time, it certainly there was no indication other than the fact that Kafusi was in the bin, which was obviously going to be an advantage to New South Wales. But there was no suggestion that the scoreline was going to blow out like that. But the Blues probably made some errors in the first half, which um, didn't do them any favours. But in the second half, they were nearly faultless with the footy, had all the ball, and the fact that um, Queensland tackled for that you know opening nine minutes of the second half with a man down and. And um, that sort of in the in the wash up, that's where they fell apart at the death, I suppose. But yeah, it was great great to see them um, bounce back. Great to see the the series uh, all locked up at one all. But I would be taking absolutely no notice of the no. scoreline going into game three, Trace. If if they do that, then they're in big trouble. I, I, I right at this moment, I think Queensland will win game three. They they've won eight of the last nine series deciders. Uh, admittedly, quite a few of them have been in Brisbane, but uh, they've dominated the series deciders uh, in the past, uh, you know, nine years, obviously. So, um, yeah, I, 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 you just hope that there's no false sense of security. I, I don't think there will be because um, New South Wales did win in Perth comfortably the last time they played over there and got beat in, in, in the next game. So hopefully, um, hopefully they can turn up and play as well as they did in Perth, and if they do that, they'll give themselves a great chance, but it'll be tough going mm. back to Brisbane to win the decider. History's not on their side. No, it isn't. And look, history's history, and mm. it shouldn't matter, but... Um, it does up it there. ...like it does, and, mm. and they grow an extra leg up there, and they'll be looking for redemption there. We talk about redemption from New South Wales to this game, or they'll... Some, uh, yeah, some Queenslanders will be uh, desperately looking for a redemption after a flogging like that. And you know what they're like, the Queenslanders. They just come back and they're never dead. And, uh, yeah, I can I can see a real struggle up there for the Blues. Was it the right call to send Kafusi to the Simbin? Uh, you, you probably would have preferred um, the referee to, to give them a warning that mm. the next one goes to the bin. But I think in the context of why it happened, I, I don't. I haven't got a drama with it. I probably would have blown up if it was a New South Wales player, mm. you say. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, I think I think um, he could have at least warned them, given that they 
given, I think, two or three six agains in a row. I think uh, Valentine Holmes got penalised for, for um, what do they call him, uh, when he blocked one of the New South Wales players on a kick. Um, so that all happened in the space of, you know, two or three minutes. And, uh, yeah, look, they couldn't keep giving penalties away and there was no risk in the world. He, he stuck his knees in the back of, of um, I think it was Junior Paulo on the line there to slow him down, to keep him down there. So uh, I don't have a problem with it. Obviously, the Queenslanders had a problem with it. But, um, you know, I think it might have been Phil Gould sort of suggested, oh, you shouldn't be sin-bidding blokes in, in origin, but uh, I think it's no. rubbish. The rules are yeah. the rules. I'm sorry. The rules are the rules, exactly. And as I say, if if he'd have given them a warning that the next bloke goes to the bin, then there wouldn't be, wouldn't have been an issue. But the fact that he uh, surprised them, I think a little bit. But um, yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. No, I had a problem with the clock, but that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So if you didn't see it, um, Kafusi actually came back at about the uh, the eight minute mark because they kept the clock running whilst uh, Cleary did the conversion and uh, yeah not cool but uh, you know what it's live sport there's about 15 different clocks running on uh, on any one game so it is a tough one but uh, it is one that they do need to fix because uh, that if that did make a difference then that's a problem but uh, it didn't thank god so all's good you know all's well that ends well yes i guess um, back in the old days i used to have an official from each well it was each team but in this instance would have been each state i suppose would have been um Guarding, you know, the time, looking at the time, and trying to work out when he when he when he goes back on. And obviously, it's a bit more technical these days. But as you say, they um, they didn't get it quite right, and and who knows that extra minute or whatever it was might have might have made a difference. It didn't in the end, so they'll they'll just sweep that under the carpet, Trace. Of course, they will. It's the NRL, my friend. Yeah. Now we get yeah. underway tonight. It is the beanie for brain cancer round. It is a, a very special round to us Novacastrians, and uh, they're hoping to raise three million dollars this year from the sale of beanies. That's impressive. Oh, it's unbelievable. The cause, the whole whole cause. Uh, with Mark Hughes and the foundations, uh, remarkable, and it just goes to show you what um, people can do when they put their heads together and come up with something like this. It's been um, just just amazing, and full mark to the NRL for getting mm. behind it like they have in the last however many years, and and uh, you know creating a round, and the clubs get behind it, the players get behind it. Um, the beanie sales are ridiculous. I've yeah. got, I don't know how many I've got, but uh, we've got a, nearly a draw yeah. full of beanies. Me too, um, me too, but I still go out and buy a new one each still year. still go and buy a new yeah. one, exactly, because you look out of place, Trace, if you've you got do. an old one on, I reckon. You look like you? a cheapskate. Yeah, stingy. Yeah, yeah, you look stingy. You do too. Yeah, look, you, you, you can wear the uh, the old one any other day of the year, but on, yes. the, on the round, you must get a new one. That's the rules. Yes. Yeah, that's it. They're only, I think they're 20 bucks or whatever they are. So, they're bloody nothing. Yeah. They're absolutely nothing. And we've I don't got think you, to... can get them, you can get them, obviously, at the games, but you can get them at uh, Lowe's, sell them, do they? Yep, Lowe's and you uh, IGA. You can get them at IGA's okay. as well, yeah. Yep. So, and I think Piggott's have got them and, yeah, a couple, of, uh, a couple of different outlets around the place. And we've also got 50 walkers who will be uh, coming into the Newcastle Knights-Titans game uh, tomorrow, they've uh, they've walked from Sydney to Newcastle. I'm going to catch up with Billy Peden uh, tomorrow. But man, I wouldn't. Uh, they're crazy. They do that every yeah, year. It's nuts. Are. It's bloody they nuts. They are crazy, aren't they? But it freezing is, cold. Oh man, and and you know at least look, they get some luxury. They stayed at the Crown Plaza Terrigal last night, and they've got uh, caves tonight. So you know, it's kind of give and take. 
Yeah, well, it's in, it's the in-between of that is the drama. <laughs> that is correct. I don't think I could do yeah. it at all. So let's get underway. It is round 16 now. Uh, obviously, we haven't moved on from uh, from where we were last week, which has got you sitting on 83, me on 81. <sighs> we I knew two behind. I thought you were more than that behind. No, you are, sure? Yeah, I'll have to get the auditor in. Get the, the auditor. The year, go on. Go and get the auditors <laughs> in. Well, don't forget, I've got two extra points on the Newcastle Live competition because I picked the round and you get those two extra points. But I don't have that with you. Oh, which okay. is not Well, I picked the round a couple of weeks ago, so I, I would have got two extra yeah. points as well. I know. Just not so, fair. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, I'm not... I'm not um, Counting my chickens yet? There's yeah, still no, 10, no, 10 weeks to go. Isn't neither it? am I, especially after coming out uh, out of the gate early. And yeah, fl- yeah, let's not go there. Yeah. we get okay. underway tonight. It is the Eagles taking on the Storm. There are some uh, some issues. Obviously, Cameron Munster has succumbed to that shoulder injury. Um, I'm still going to go the Storm though. Yeah, look, I've gone the Storm too. Probably well earlier in the week, thinking that Munster probably wouldn't play. So Pappenhausen back. Mm. Um, yeah, they'll miss Munster, obviously, but um, they'll have Hughes there at halfback, and with Pappenhausen back, I think um might be a little bit too classy for Manly, although, you know, who knows? Manly, um, they can they can surprise. One player that's in form that would be on a high would be uh, Josh Schuster from, from the weekend, the international games at the weekend. Mm. So, God, they were amazing, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Look for him to have a big game. If he has a big game, then Manly, you know, might be some hope, but uh, yeah, it's hard to go past the Storm. The Storm are also without uh, Kafusi. He's missing the game because he's flying home to the US to be with his father, who's uh, who's in hospital. So, look, they're down on troops, but it <laughs> it doesn't matter when it's the Storm. Uh, not usually it doesn't. Mm. So, um, you know, if they still had Munster and, and Pappenhausen out, both of them out, then you might you might waver a little bit. But I think they'll they'll get the job done. Oh, this next one, Baz. I really don't know which way to go, and uh, I can't believe you've gone. Uh, you, you've got back on the Titans bandwagon, but it is the Newcastle Knights taking on the Titans. Um, obviously, we're without Kalen Ponga, and you and I spoke last week about the number of concussions that uh, Ponga had had, and uh, you know it was only a matter of time before this came along. Is my thoughts, but we are without Kalen Ponga. Um, we do have uh, Daniel Safidi and uh, Bradman Bess. They're listed in the reserves. What's your thoughts on this? I think um, Daniel Safiti will play. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think there's still a little bit of doubt about Bradman Best. I think it was going to be uh, today's captain's run. There was going to be a decision made. There was, I think yesterday they seemed to be leaning towards maybe giving him another week off, but um, maybe they might change their mind if he trains stronger. I think he wants to play, but um, so we'll wait and see there. Look, I, um, I'm not sure what I, why I did it. Probably because I get a point. If the Knights get beat, I get a point in the tipping competition so maybe sometimes that rules my head a little bit Tracy Um, but uh, no ponger I'm just thinking about where the points are going to come from Um, and even though the Titans have been well they're coming last so that tells you where where they've been but uh, I just think they can be pretty dangerous at times and and they'll come to this game thinking that okay if we want to get rid of the wooden spoon Mm. this is a game we've got to win and and they'll they'll probably be reasonably confident of, of um, you know, maybe winning with no Ponga. So I've gone, uh, yeah, with my head to a certain extent, but also the fact that, you know, I get a bonus. You win I either get, way. Yeah, I get mm. a bonus point if, if the Knights get beat. Mm. So that's, and, and maybe putting the mocker on them might be the... <laughs> well, I've, I've gone for the Knights. 
only okay. just with absolutely no confidence whatsoever. None, yeah, well, none at all. That's, and the betting, basically, um, if you look at the betting, that sort of sums that up as well because they're mm. pretty pretty close in the betting. It's yeah, it's the it's the battle for the wooden spoon basically. Uh, the Panthers and the Roosters is the next game uh, for Friday night. Uh, you really can't go past the Panthers at the moment. No, you can't. I've gone the Panthers, and it's, as you say, you brave man to tip against the Panthers. Mm. They'll, they'll probably get beat. They'll they probably might even get beat a mm. couple of times be, between now and the semis, and and um, who knows? Um, the Roosters might be the team to do it, but. I got my doubts, Manu, to play five eight, which is interesting. He was um, mm. he was sensational for New Zealand on the weekend. I think he ran for over three hundred uh, meters playing fullback for New Zealand. So um, he's going to play five eight. I'm not convinced that that's going to work for them. But mm. um, look, uh, at the moment, the way the Panthers are playing and the fact that their seven or eight players that played in Origin will be on a most of them will be on a high. Um, and and they're just playing methodical and playing too well. And it'll be an upset if the Roosters win this one, that's for sure. A big upset. Now, the other yep. one that will see a big upset is uh, if the Bulldogs beat the Sharks. Uh, mind you, the Sharks have been up and down. The Bulldogs have been surprising in the last few weeks. They've really started to, uh, to show some ticker, um, which is all you can ask for when it comes to that. Um, what do you think with this one? Have you gone the Sharks? I've gone the Sharks, yes. Um, but I acknowledge the fact that the Bulldogs are certainly playing a lot better and, and a lot freer in attack, and which makes them a little bit more dangerous. Um, yeah, so, I'm, you know, if, if you'd asked me three or four weeks ago, I would have just said the Sharks mm. and, and that would have been it. But um, given their form in the last few weeks, he, and obviously Burton, after playing so well in Origin, will come back, uh, you know, on a high as well. So I give them some sort of hope. Trace, if, if maybe the Sharks are off the game a bit, mm. but uh, no Mick Potter for um, the Bulldogs. He's yeah. got COVID, so he, mm. he'll sit, sit out the game, but um, he's obviously not playing, so not, mm. I'm not going to make a lot of difference. But look, I, I've gone the Sharks, given that uh, you know if, if they played to anywhere near their potential, they should beat the Bulldogs. Simple as that. They should. Now, it's a Queensland, uh, Queensland derby up there. It's the Cowboys taking on the Broncos. The Cowboys, of course, are at home. Where they are uh, a triple a triple th- threat at all times. I I just can't see the the Broncos beating the Cowboys. Yeah, I can't see it either. To be honest, uh, not not on on the way the Cowboys have, have played. Obviously, Reynolds I think is back for Brisbane, which um, will give them a boost. And Payne has looked like he was going to be out, but there's talk of him now playing, even though he's in a mood boot after Origin. So I'm not sure whether he'll be 100 percent, mind you. Um, yeah, look, I think at home. The Cowboys will have to play pretty average, or a lot worse than what they've been playing. Put it that way to uh, to maybe lose this one. Okay, this is my upset for the round. It's the Rabbitohs taking on the Eels. I'm going to go the Rabbits. Um, yeah, you've jumped on the Latrell bandwagon, have. have you? Yeah, I just think Latrell <laughs> can make such a difference to a side, and if he shows up, it uh, it could be a very very interesting game. I don't. Yeah, look, I, I, it's, I don't it's disagree a with you, Yeah, it's definitely a roughie, um, but uh, yeah, I think I think it's possible. I really think an upset's possible. Well, I think what Latrell will do, not only him being back, I think he might influence Walker a little bit mm-hmm. too. And and Walker hasn't been playing anywhere near as well as you know he has done. But I think if uh, if he sees the big bloke at the back. Um, chiming in, then I just got a feeling that his confidence might lift as well. So 
yeah, look, it'll be, they'll need a form reversal, mm. obviously. Um, but in saying that, the yields are sort of a, can be hot and cold as well. They can be super hot as they have been at times, and yet they can be as cold as a spud at times mm. as well. So um, yeah, look, I've gone for I've gone for the yields on form, but um, yeah, and, and, and if the Rabbitohs do get a massive lift out of having Latrell back, then. Um, then they'll make a big contest of it. And Latrell also wants to get himself back in that New South Wales side. I just think he's got it all to play for. He's got it to, uh, you know, to show what he's made of. And I don't yeah. know where he'll get into that side, but uh, that's what he wants. Well, I don't think he will, unless he has an absolute stormer. And the, the thing that worries me about Latrell is the fact that he hasn't played for a while and he's mm. not the sort of, he's, he's not a racehorse, but like a racehorse that goes really well, fresh, you know, first run back. He, he tends fitness-wise to, um, well, generally speaking, he could surprise me, but generally speaking, fitness-wise, he tends to need a few games to, um, although they say he's been, he looks mm. good. So, look, it's one of those games, Trace. Um, as I say, if Luttrell has a real stormer, then uh, you give South a, a big chance, but um, I'll be surprised, put it that way. The uh, the other game, I can't wait to see this. It's sold out uh, in, in literally minutes after it went on sale. The Warriors, for the first time, are back at Mount, St- Ma- Mount Smart Stadium, if Tracy can say it. That will be a huge, a huge, huge boost. Um, I, I really think the Warriors will uh, will take this one out against Wes. Yeah, I'll tip the Warriors. You can't tip Wes on the way they've been <sighs> playing. I mean, they were terrible last, last game against the Bulldogs. Um and you just wonder where the turnaround is going to come for them. Um, on paper, they're probably you know pretty similar um, teams, but uh, as you mentioned, the fact that they're back over there and the the players are back, you know, with a lot of their families. It's interesting to see how Sean Johnson plays. He's been pretty ordinary, very ordinary actually for the Warriors, and he's now back reunited with his wife and, and mm. I think young daughter so that'll be fantastic for him so he might be a little bit freer in the way he plays and um, yeah look I've gone for the Warriors and most people probably have on the strength mm. of not only the fact that West are going pretty ordinary but also on the strength of you know they're back there full house you would expect them to really lift and, and play well hopefully. It'll be a fantastic game to watch. And the final yeah. game for uh, for round 16 it is the uh, the Dragons taking on the Raiders which way have you gone on this one? Well, this is the one that I think's the toss of coin, um, apart from the Knights and Titans game. Um, this was the one that I ummed and ahed about, and the fact that it was in Wollongong, I very nearly went for the Dragons, and and also the fact that I didn't think Canberra were much good against the Knights a couple of weeks ago either. But uh, they got Jack White back. He'll probably make a difference. I, you look, I, I'd have been happy, Trace, if I'd have said George, to be honest, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be um, too worried about the, the tip at this stage. So it was a fifty-fifty bet. I probably should have went the home team, but I've gone the Raiders, and I'll probably regret it on Sunday night. <laughs> well, you might because I've gone the Red V. <laughs> well, so we, we've got change. a few. Where, right? Yeah, we could certainly yeah, change three. where I we're sitting. There is three. Oh, no, you, you could easily hit the front of your trace. I could, or I could really get like a busted, couldn't I? <laughs> Well, you could be a fair way behind, but we'll wait and see. Oh, we they will. could even they could even itself out too. You uh, might be look, you might get one closer or I who hope knows. So. 
I hope quote. so. Look, I just hope the Newcastle Knights uh, get a win up. We desperately need it. We need it in front of our home crowd. We need it. Uh, you know, it, it's it's the the bennies for brain cancer. Around. Everything is sitting there for the Knights. But yep. we've seen them do it before. We've seen them, you know, the the most important game for the Newcastle Knights in the entire season is the old boys' day. And they know the pressure. We've seen them collapse under it before. And anything could be possible. But uh, I've got everything crossed for it. Well, I've, I don't think I've got the Titans right this year. So the fact that I've tipped them, I think that's a good omen for the Knights, to be honest. Well, it's a good omen that I haven't tipped the Titans either. Because, you know, whenever I tip them, they lose as well. So maybe I should have tipped yeah. them. Maybe that's how I should well. have gone. Yeah, yeah, you probably should have gone that way too, yeah, but yeah, too late now. It is. It's too late. I've, it's out there and done. Now, what's the podcast this week, my friend? Last week's uh, with Willie Peters was fantastic. What do you got this week? Willie Peters actually is, is um, he got into trouble, Trace. <gasps> no. He got into trouble a little bit because he um, released a couple of signings for um, Hull KR that um, mm. hadn't, hadn't, hadn't been, been announced. Over there. Hadn't been announced. So I know. You gave, me, got... uh, you gave me a couple of them as well. Yeah, I did too. I gave you one of them. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So anyway, um, what do you think and, about Tex and, Hoy going? Um, well, look, if he's, <clears throat> I don't think it's a bad thing if he, if he goes. I think there's a possibility that, he, that well, he's got the. I think I think there's something in the in the contract or in the agreement that he's got with Hull that if he goes over there and or if he um, gets something from the NRL in the meantime from a club in the meantime, then he doesn't necessarily have to go, but I think it won't be a bad thing for him, to be honest, mm. right? Yeah, um, I think it'll be great. It'll be great yeah. to see him just get away from home as well, get out of his comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, exactly. I think that's probably what he needs, mm. uh, to be could, honest. Yeah, I think and, it could really be and, good. Yeah, and the fact that he probably hasn't got a lot of clubs rushing for him, he hasn't got any clubs rushing mm. for him at the moment. But who knows, he plays well uh, tomorrow night, plays mm. really well tomorrow night at fullback, mm. and, and um, you, don't, you don't know what could happen. Um, from that perspective, but um, yeah, we'll just wait and see how he goes. The podcast this week is um, Adam Woolno. Oh, Woolly, who's kicking it. some big? He's kicking some big goals off the field. Mm. Trace. Uh, he actually works for the AIS in in Melbourne, but he's also coaching Melbourne Storm. Well, it's well, it is Melbourne Storm's Jersey flag team, basically. So um, yeah, he's in the, on into the coaching as well. Uh, Woolly, but um, obviously uh, played, I think, six seasons with the Knights and and, um, was involved in that final year, 2007, player clean-out from Brian Smith that caused all the dramas and and, uh, had a couple of years at Penrith and then finished his career in Melbourne. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Good fellow, Woolly. Really good fellow. He's a great guy. I can remember remember the days that I did the Newcastle Knights calendar and uh, the fat boys. We put all the forwards together and, uh, yeah, they were the fat boys. I'll never forget. He's such a great character. That sounds like a fantastic one to listen to. Yeah, it will be. It will be a good one. It'll be out the start of something. Fantastic. Thank you, my friend. You can go back to fixing the uh, <laughs> fixing up I'm the watching, kitchen for I'm the wife. Watching and observing and okay. telling them what, where they're doing it wrong. And oh, okay. This has got to go there and yeah. that's got to go here and mm. that sort of stuff. So if it's wrong, you're in trouble. I'm good at that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> you have a wonderful weekend. I hope I'm sending you a few filthy tech Twitter messages throughout the weekend, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> Thanks. Well, you can send me one on Friday. I'll, okay. be, I'll be happy You'll to be take okay a with that one. one, but uh, uh, the other two, you might be in trouble. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I could be. Thank you, my friend. You have a wonderful, uh, wonderful weekend. Try and stay dry, and uh, we'll catch up next week. 
Thanks, Trace. Thanks, bye. That is Barry Tui from the Newcastle Herald. And, uh, yeah, let's see how we go. Could be a very interesting round. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from nine on Newcastle Live.